0: all right hello and welcome back to the magic in the moon podcast as always i'm your host david i'm excited to be back with you this week because i have an old friend returning to join us again and bless us with his presence and it is jay gravat of that kentucky witch how are you jay
1: i'm great david thanks for having me back on i appreciate it
0: yes welcome back um today jay and i are going to be answering some of your questions Specifically, we're going to be talking about the different uh, traditions of Wicca and craft, and we're going to kind of list some of those and give some explanations as much as we can of kind of what that entails and what some of their differences are. But you can, oh, Yeah, without um, violating sacred oaths, of course. All right. So you can find Jay at That Kentucky Witch on YouTube and Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Is that right? Yes,
1: I'm 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 like Misa. I'm everywhere you want to be.
0: He is very interneted, very connected, very online. All right. So um I guess if we're talking about the traditions of Wicca, how would you explain, Jay, what a tradition is? What does a tradition mean?
1: It is an initiatory tradition. Um basically to be a part of this tradition you have to be initiated into it so you have to go through a ritual that initiates you into the tradition easiest explanation there is and can you and can what, you, uh, what the rituals yourself? are we can't tell you because they're bound.
0: that's correct and can you initiate yourself absolutely not <laughs> absolutely not i already said that last week but i wanted to how about, how about
1: if i phrase it this way <laughs> hell no hell no yeah <laughs>
0: No disrespect, that was a genuine question you had, because I know that you're just asking questions, but just wanted to drive that home that you absolutely cannot initiate yourself. Okay, so that's a tradition. That's what an initiatory tradition is. So what are some of the traditions?
1: Well, let's kind of start at the top. Uh, You've got Gardnerian Wicca, um, and that was uh, um, kind of after the... uh, Witchcraft laws in England were repealed in 1951. Uh, Gerald Gardner was uh, one of the first people to go uh, public about witchcraft, and he became something of a figurehead in the religion. And he's seen as the founder of modern-day Wicca, regardless of what a lot of people are saying lately. He is the creator of modern Wicca.
2: right?
1: And um, he put together his – Book of Shadows and his coven and it kind of just sprung from him. Um in the I want to say mid sixties, sorry my dates are not in my head right now. Um Raymond Buckland and his wife Rosemary brought it over to the United States mm-hmm. and they uh started a coven and initiated and initiated and down the line, down the line, down the line. You have just literally innumerable mm-hmm. in absolute innumerable um, Gardnerian covens in the United States yeah. um, and all thanks to Gerald. Now, uh, side note before um, Ray Buckland came over, there was another um, kind of offspring of Gardnerian, uh, which came over before him. Uh, they didn't consider themselves Gardnerian. Mm-hmm. But it was, the story goes, it was a British war bride that came over with her husband and she brought Wicca with her. Mm -hmm. And that was in the, I wanna say early to mid 50s, or a little bit later, um, mid to late 50s, uh, that they brought that over. I can't remember what the tradition is. Um, Actually, if you go to my channel, I just did an episode, um, two, two episodes ago, about initiatory traditions. And we talk a little bit about, um the situation of this this British war bride coming over. But that leads you to um Alexandrian uh Wicca, which of course is from Alexanders. Um, Alexanders was initiated a Gardnerian. Right. Um it's it's how it is. And regardless of what people believe, yes he was. Mm-hmm. He very much was initiated. Um he took the craft and kind of changed it to where it was his own and that is kind of like um <clears throat> it has a little bit more like a ceremonial to it. Um there are some more um Christian elements I believe to Alexandrianism. I'm not an Alexandrian initiate so I don't know. <clears throat> um, then you have uh Sax Wicca which was founded by Ray Buckland. He kind of had a split from gardnerian tradition and he started his own about 1973 or so mm-hmm. and um he made up his own rituals that were based on as he said a- ancient saxon traditions mm-hmm. and um so i guess that just worked for him better right you know uh then you have uh, british traditional wicca which is um Kind of like the the concurrent to gardenerian or initiatory tradition right um those are a little bit uh more based on um janitor or Sturt for for our and um they're a little more uh <clears throat> they're a little more uh, highly structured than gardenerian um i think they do have a degree system like we do uh but they're practices tend to be a little more i believe celtic influenced mm-hmm. um i'm like i say i don't know the inner workings of these traditions because i'm not i'm not you know i i am a gardenerian that's it right uh then you have the georgian tradition which i do know a little bit about because uh we talked about this on the on the program with my friend patrick um that was founded uh by a gentleman named uh george pat patterson in uh, the 1970s and um, in Bakersfield, California. And they were drawn from Gardnerian and Alexandrian traditions, but uh, with other elements as some of the coven members, you know, would see fit. Um, so that's yet another tradition. And then you have um, a reclaiming Wicca, which is also i believe uh, very popular these days uh, that was founded in the 1980s by starhawk mm-hmm. um, who wrote the spiral dance which is a seminal very important um book in modern day wicca and um i believe she came down from the fairy tradition and their focus is more on spirituality and magic with political activism um but the you know the tradition kind of i think kind of died out but it's, it's thriving again. And it's, it's a non hierarchy tradition. And um, its teaching is kind of led by the individual teachers. And that's kind of how it works. And then you have Dianic Wicca, which um, was founded by Z Budapest in the 1970s. And that kind of sprung up from the feminist movement of the 1970s. Uh, they're definitely w- almost 100% goddess based. Um in the three aspects of the Maiden Mother and crone. Right. And um now there are some different varieties of Dianic Wicca. And for those but, that have been um,
0: listening for a little bit, you know I have done a specific episode on Diana Wicca that got a bit controversial. Um, <laughs> people have strong opinions, but um there are two kind of larger branches, I believe, of Diana Wicca. Yes. And one is affirming of trans women and the other is not.
1: It is not. Yes. But then you ha- also have the Minoans, right. which are um, – now, there There are – you know, Minoans are gay men only. Right. Uh, there are women – you know, There, there's a, a female version of Minoans, but they're not connected with each other at all. Um, yeah, the Minoans, of course, was founded by um, Eddie McKinney. I'm not going to pronounce his last name right, and I hate myself for it. Eddie Pasinsky, yes, Buzinski! yes I got it. Pasinsky it. uh, and Herman <laughs> Slater, I believe, um, uh, in New York in uh, 19. I, I don't want to give a year because I really don't know. Because I-, I really, you know, don't know the Minoan tradition that well. Even even though I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're not automatically uh you're not automatically part of the brotherhood just because you're gay so no worries <laughs> exactly you know it's, it's not like
1: the secret you know the secret handshake hey you're in you're gay very true um but as, as far as i know those are oh you've got blue star too yes um blue star is uh based on the tradi- uh tradition um but that started in the 1970s uh in pennsylvania i believe and um I'm not quite sure how that tradition works, but, you know, it's, it's, it's there. Right. And of course, last but not least, you've got eclectic Wicca.
2: Right.
1: And, um, that's the group that. You know, they, they really don't believe in any doctrine or traditional initiation is necessary to practice Wicca. Mm-hmm. So they kind of generally discard, you know, any type of initiation or secrecy or hierarchy. Right. And it's more wide beliefs. And they're generally a little bit less strictly observant. Mm-hmm. Um, and some eclectic Wiccas, Wic- Wiccans don't, um, they don't perform magic or identify as witches either. Right. Um, but they, you know, they, they may be um, solitary or work in coven's. It's it's up to the individual person. Right. Um, but that is definitely one of the fastest growing groups. Right. Yes. And eclectic Wicca is not a
0: tradition in the same sense that Gardnerian and Alexandrian is. Right. Tradition.
1: But but they're still they they identify themselves as Wiccans. But right. to me, if You're not in an initiatory tradition. You know, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, because you're going to have somebody saying, well, why can't I be Wiccan if I'm, you know, if I'm not initiated? Right. Because that's just not how it works. Exactly.
0: doesn't mean there's not validity to your own spiritual practice, but you are not doing what we would call Wicca. Right. Right not that it's bad just not the same
1: yes exactly and so hopefully that kind of gave a little rough estimate of um the tradition the various traditions because there are so many more that i could not even think of off the top of my head yes. right and that was just off the top of my head
2: yes
0: there's many and i will leave um the in the description of the episode i will leave some links to various um initiate groups facebook pages and etc some of the traditions that we listed off that way if you're interested in one specifically you can kind of go about that and find some more information because we are not really um at liberty to discuss a lot of that in depth
1: because i'm i'm not like I said, i do not don't know of any other tradition <laughs> but the Gardnerian tradition. That's, that's the one I know, and there's only so much I can talk about. Exactly.
0: All right, so we do have a little bit more time left today. So um, another fairly common question I've had written in um, is, how do Wiccans view the gods? Are they imagined and psychological? Are they literal?
1: oh goodness gracious this is this this could get me in a little trouble here (laughs) um not not, not in the tradition but just in general because yes personally with myself they are above all Mm -hmm. they they are way they are we are to them as a speck of sand is to us Mm -hmm. and i'm sorry kids i hate to burst your bubble the gods are not all love and light.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They don't care, right? It's it's just that's that's how it is, and it really depends on the person. Myself, I I work with different deities mm-hmm. depending on the situation. Do I have a patron goddess? Yes, I do. Right. Do I have a patron god? Yes, I do. These are gods. I <clears throat> these are this is the god and the goddess that i work with most often however if i need mercury's help i'm gonna ask if i need the morgan's help i'm gonna ask you know i'm gonna work with different ones but the two i I mainly work with are set right
0: yeah i I would say my opinion is very similar um wicca is unique in the sense that it does not have like an orthodox statement of faith that you have to subscribe to to be a wiccan and the we Lord, are not a church exactly it's like it, there's not a um unifying like statement of faith that wicca has that christianity does or even islam judaism etc um so the personal theology from individual to individual is going to vary a lot um their mileage enough. may
1: vary. All objects in the rearview mirror may appear closer than they are.
0: Yes, there's there's not a specific <laughs> theology that you have to subscribe to to become an initiate of
2: whatever.
1: Exactly, because that's 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 kind of how it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Which doesn't always work for all people, so that's why. Wicca isn't for everyone.
0: That's very true. And um, I've been in hot water before for saying that in just previous episodes of this show is that Wicca is
1: not for everyone. It's not. No. No, I'm, I, I, I I, will always stand by that. Wicca is not for everyone. There have been seekers that I have met that are gung ho about doing this. And I'm just like, you're not the, you know, you're not the right fit. And just because they're not the right fit for a coven doesn't mean they might not be a good fit for the coven down the street.
0: Right. Exactly. Um, and that's just kind of how it is. It's not for everyone. It never really has been for everyone. It doesn't mean that not everyone's welcome to it, but not. it's not, a, it's not conducive to every conducive to. person. And
1: definitely do your homework before you even approach this because – say you you are initiated in an Alexandrian tradition <laughs> and you you get in and you just don't feel it's right for you you know that's you can step back and, and go pursue another tradition. I know people who are they have several traditions because mm-hmm. they found something in each tradition that worked for them right? But then there's other people who, like myself, I'm a Gardnerian. It works for me. Right. It works perfectly for me. I'm not interested in any other tradition. Right. Exactly. So
2: each tradition. Exactly.
1: And it's up to the
0: person. And that is kind of the point of your training and your all the education that you receive before you initiate. And yes. And that
1: is that is so important. Yes. That is, and I mean there's there's so many people that go in and they expect to be initiated right away that's not how it works yeah. you need at least at least a year and a day that's that's the rate um, that's kind of the current standard but you need that training mm-hmm. because you can't you're not going to apply to be an airline pilot and go on your first day and want to fly a plane because exactly. that's not how it works. Right.
2: And it,
0: it's it is not uncommon at all for you to be in like a training group or an outer court or whatever equivalent of an outer court you have in your group, and then for someone to decide, hey, this isn't for me. And oh, you know, thank you for your time. I'm going to go home, and that's totally I've fine. Seen it, I've seen it happen
1: so many times. Yeah. People go to an outer court, and they they go two, three, four, five, 10, tw- 12 times. It doesn't matter. But then they kind of realize, hey, this isn't for me. And that's fine.
2: Yeah. There's no that's perfectly that.
1: fine. We will wish you well.
0: Yeah. There's there's no bad we, blood. We wish you well on
1: your current path.
0: Exactly. Definitely. That That's the point of what an outer court is for. Um, other than educating you, obviously, and give, kind of letting you know what you're getting into. And it's also kind of for you to take time to see if it gels with you before you commit to something
1: because it's it's well in addition to that it's not it's not just if you're a perfect fit for you know a, a, an outer court group it's if the outer court group is a good fit for you too yes i mean it's it's a two way street is is the coven right for you or are you right for the coven i mean it, it, there's so many factors that you have to go through And that's why you need that training.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And it's helpful too because there's so many things on the internet now claiming to be Wiccan or something that maybe it isn't, and it's hard when you're on your own. If you bring up TikTok, I'm
1: probably going to have an
0: aneurysm. (laughs) Which talk as a whole, people say things um, and I don't think they have bad intentions necessarily but that's just to say that if you are trying to navigate that sea of information by yourself it's very hard to tell what is valid and what is not and our court Get, is very breathe, helpful
1: breathe. don't 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 just handle, and myself that's why I established the channel um, on YouTube is to to give advice you know I'm not I'm not the 100% source don't always just come to the internet for advice. Read. I, I've got three books off the top of my head that I will highly recommend to everyone. And mm-hmm. the first one, of course, is Thorne Mooney's Traditional Wicca. Yes. That is a book that I will hand a seeker in a heartbeat and say, read this. You read this. If if this feels right, let's talk more. Yes. But so that's kind of she, – she has kind of one of the standard books out there right now that I – Really highly recommend any seeker of a traditional, um, of an initiatory tradition reads.
0: Mm-hmm, definitely. No, I, I can even say this from personal experience because I had to read Lord Moody's book as well, and that gave me a really good idea of like what I was saying yes to without revealing things that were not appropriate, um, at the time.
1: Right. Um, yeah, it's 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 kind of like become the go to standard right now.
0: Definitely.
1: Thea uh, Sabin also has a Wicca for Beginners book that's really good that I recommend as well. Um, and also there are quite a few podcasts out right now that I will highly recommend, um, you know, not to cheat their horns, but uh, Seeking Witchcraft yes, is definitely right up there. It's, it's probably, there's such a, such a variety of, of, of subjects that they touch upon mm-hmm. that i definitely recommend listening to it
0: yes absolutely me as well and i will link in the description links to jay's channel and his social media as well as different um secret groups for the different traditions we listed i will also link thorne mooney's book on amazon yeah, there
1: are there are a number of secret groups on facebook That's um there's the gardnerian secrets group that mm-hmm. um is very thoughtful because you actually have Gardnerian Initiates who are members and will answer your questions and help guide you.
0: Yes. They also have a listing um, of covens by area. So you can see kind of who is open to newcomers and who isn't. You can kind of see where they are and how close they are to you geographically. And it's very helpful. And I will also link um, Ashley's podcast, which is Seeking Witchcraft. And hopefully between all of that and all of the things that Jay and I have word vomited on you today, you will have some <laughs> some idea of where to go, maybe a sense of direction that you didn't have before.
1: <laughs> yes. One of, I think one of my, yeah, one of my earliest episodes I did, um I did some recommendations uh, on books and podcasts and all that. And I might need to update it. Although like I said, Thorn Mooney's book is always my yes. immediate go-to. So that will always be the first book I will recommend. That goes for me as well.
0: Yes. All right, Jay. Well, we're coming up on our time for the episodes. Is there anything you'd like to say in parting to our listeners?
1: Well, as always, keep those broomsticks flying. And blessed be. And
0: blessed be. All right. I will see you guys next week.